Hello, witches and wanderers. My name is Missa. And my name is Katie, and welcome to the Baby Witch Podcast. Hey everyone, Missa here. I just wanted to post a quick uh, note before the episode starts. I wanted to apologize for it being up late. It did go up at the regular time yesterday. And then we discovered that somehow during the editing process, everything got like spliced together backwards and the episode was super jumbled. So it took me a while, but I think I've got it all back in order. Um, There might be some weird editing going on just because of the way I had to like re-splice it. Um, But this is really the best we could do under the circumstances. All right. Well, I hope you all enjoy. Hi, Katie. Hey, Missa. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. Um, it's It's been a rough week. Yeah, it's been a real rough week, um, just psychically. Like, I felt really stressed out. I know other people have said that that's, like, the collective psychic stress from everybody being stressed out at the same time. And, like, people who are spiritually sensitive can feel that, which there's that. It could also just be that I, like, had a cold um 10 days ago and then I stopped having symptoms about a week ago but I've been told I need to work from home which I totally respect but also it's just like I have left my house once to go to the grocery store in the past week and yeah yeah, it's just a little stressful very very stressful um I know for yeah I know for me like I thought it was gonna be cool because I could like you know, work in my pajamas and, you know, kind of take short breaks to let the dog out or do this or do that. And then slowly it was like, no, I don't have enough structure in my life. I'm losing my shit. And so I had to really focus on my self-care and make sure I had my self-care routine ingrained and make sure I was, you know, still getting up, putting on makeup, putting on work clothes and like actually giving myself a routine. Otherwise I was going to be losing my shit. So yes, absolutely. Um, I've never considered myself an empath. I never even, the thought never even crossed my mind. I know that other people refer to themselves as empaths. That wasn't ever something I felt. Um, but this week, every time I leave the grocery store, I just break down in tears and I keep asking myself like, why I'm not sad. Like, this is kind of, I don't know, I guess I feel guilty saying this, but it hasn't impacted this. Um, coronavirus COVID-19 hasn't impacted my life too significantly. Um, fortunately my spouse and I are both considered essential employees. So we both still have work. My spouse is working from home. Um, I'm still going into the office for now. That's probably going to change here in the next week or two, but we both have steady paychecks. So I just, I couldn't figure out why I was feeling so stressed out and so just emotional anytime I'd go out in public. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm starting to realize that it is that that psychic energy, that just collective stress and sadness and fear that has been weighing on me this last, you know, week or two. Yeah. So this is going to be a really flowy episode anyway. Um, we weren't planning on doing this episode, but with everything that's going on, we decided that we needed to do something relevant that's going to address this big issue. I feel like it would be really jarring if you went in to listen and it was an episode we recorded like two weeks ago before all of this stuff was going on. Meanwhile, you're, you know, stuck in your house or out of work. Yeah. Or any one of these um, other issues that we talked about. So 
Yeah. yeah, there's a, yeah, we felt like it, you know, putting together an episode last minute was needed. Yeah, so we had originally planned like a really heavy episode um, for today. Mm-hmm. And just with everything that's going on, we really want to, you know, reach out to you all and, and hope that you're taking care of yourselves. And so we just, we thought we'd do an episode about self-care to make sure that um, in the midst of all of this, um, that, you know, you're, you're all doing the best. I mean, we're all doing the best we can, but, you know, we're just concerned about your mental, emotional, um, states. And, and so we we're just throwing this episode together. We don't really have any notes. We decided to do this, uh, maybe two hours ago. So it's going to be a loose episode, but we hope it'll be a, a calming, episode and um something to take comfort in yeah and um yeah it, it is going to be a bit of a looser episode because we're just kind of cobbling it together and I don't feel like self-care is something we can really structure it's probably just going to be a loose conversation which can get a little rambly sometimes <laughs> um but yeah um so we wanted to start by just talking about our self-care routines right now, um, things that we're doing to take care of ourselves. Um, Mm -hmm. And that might, you know, spur some ideas for you all during this, this chaotic time. And in case anyone is listening to this weeks out or months out or years out, um, we're recording this uh, about end of March. Um, Mm -hmm. Right now, depending on where you are, there's, I mean, everywhere there's a global pandemic. Um, But depending on where you are in the United States or in the world, a lot of places are under quarantine, self-isolation, stay-at-home directives, things like that. So um, I'm currently in California. My county went into a shelter-in-place effective midnight two nights ago. And then the whole state of California is currently uh, under a stay-at-home directive. So Mm -hmm. it's not saying stay-at-home because outside is dangerous. It's saying stay-at-home to protect yourself and your neighbors from COVID-19, mm-hmm. but it, it is mm-hmm. just stressful because it's a very uncertain time. We don't know what's going on and we don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know when mm-hmm. society is going to kind of go back to normal. Yeah. And in Colorado, we're not quite there yet. I think there are some counties that have um, shelter in place orders happening right now. Um, the really touristy ski areas in Colorado got hit the worst. Um, in particular, there were, you know, cause really rich people fly into Colorado to ski and are really entitled. There were quite a few rich people who came in to ski and got diagnosed and decided to like go skiing anyway and infected a bunch of people. Um, so the high country is the worst of it. Denver's not doing too great either. Right now the governor's shut down all the schools in the state and, um, has shut down all bars and restaurants aside from to-go or delivery orders. Um, And as of Thursday or Friday, he also shut down all non-essentially essential medical procedures and salons and like hair salons and nail salons and also tattoo parlors, all that stuff. And um, I've heard through rumors that I can't quite say that it's pretty likely that we will be getting a shelter in place directive um within the next week or so but um i can't say that for certain especially because in colorado 
you know, the economic the economic situation is pretty tenuous. Um, we get a lot of money out of gas and gas prices is, prices have plummeted and thousands of people are out of work because restaurants are shut down. Um, so I think the governor is trying to walk a thin line between, um, you know, making sure our economy doesn't collapse and also making sure that we're safe. So yeah. So if Yay. you're right now that doesn't have any kind of shelter in place or um, stay at home directives, the CDC is still recommending recommending social distancing. So the best thing that you can do right now is to stay home. Um, if you do want to go out, um, and I, I advise against that, but if you do want to go out and try to maintain some sense of normalcy, try to keep six feet between you and anyone that you're not sharing a home with. So um, that's not really fun. If you're going out to the bar, you don't really want to sit six feet away from each other, but it's just so important. Um, if you do still need to go to the movies, don't sit next to someone, sit six feet away from the next person away from you, six seats away. Like just please, please, please try to social distance as much as possible. Um, mm -hmm. One, our, our other best friend and a lot of our friends really work in healthcare and the our, the biggest problem right now is that we have too many sick people and not enough um, health healthcare providers and not enough um, protective equipment, personal protective equipment. Mm -hmm. um, they're running out of masks and they're running out of ventilators. Uh, they're out of ventilators mm -hmm. right now in Seattle when we're recording this. So there's just, there's too many sick people and not enough ways and people to take care of them right now. So even if mm -hmm. we get sick in the future, the, we, we talked about flattening the curve. So the biggest thing to remember is to try to spread the sickness out over a long period of time instead of everyone getting sick right away and overwhelming, overwhelming our healthcare system. Yep. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so that's yeah, heavy. stay at home. Yeah, that's heavy. Stay at home. Um, I'm personally living with someone who works in healthcare right now and her off her job has just told her that she and everybody who she lives with has to socially distance just as a security precaution. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, pretty, pretty bonkers. Yeah. And so I want to remind everyone again, when we're talking about social distancing, stay at home, shelter in place, things like that. Mm -hmm. I don't want, and when we're talking about self-care, I don't want this to be fear-based. I don't want you mm -hmm. to be afraid to leave your home. This isn't a, I'm going to go out home. I'm going to get sick. I'm going to die, or I'm going to get sick. I'm going to infect my grandma. Um, don't do this from a place of fear. Do this mm -hmm. from a place of love and compassion and respect for your neighbors, your family, your friends. So you're going to stay at home. We're all going to stay at home to mm -hmm. take care of each other. So me staying at home takes care of my elderly neighbor, um, takes care of the the high risk people in my community because if I contract it, that means I'm not spreading it to vulnerable people. Um, so mm -hmm. I'm not doing it out of a place of fear. I'm, I'm doing it for the greater good. Uh, be a superhero, stay on your couch. So that's again, just mm -hmm. something really important to remember in this time, because it is so uncertain, stay home as an act of love, self-love, mm -hmm. love for others. The, the best thing that you can do right now is, is to stay at home. And so that's what we want to talk about in this episode is ways to take care of yourself while you're staying at home, mm -hmm. while you're isolated, um, and, and make sure that when you come out of this and during this time that you're doing okay mentally and emotionally. Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. And yeah, just do, um, like I talked about at the beginning of the episode, I was pretty severely losing my shit because I had like, you know, basically thought that doing whatever the hell I wanted to do would be enough and be, you know, fun and relaxing and whatever, um, carefree. But I slowly realized that I needed, like, I needed the structure of my usual self-care routines. And really, I feel like everybody's going to be way more stressed out. If you are stuck at home, you are going to be more stressed out. If you're dealing with kids who are stuck in the house, you're going to be stressed out. Um, you, you know, and self-care is really a good mitigator to help you work through that. Yeah, absolutely. So Katie, you're working from home right now. Um, I would really like to hear your kind of daily routine as far as work and just while working, doing the self-care practice and and how you're maintaining Mm -hmm. that and kind of keeping balance and order in your life. Yeah. So, um, First off, I'm waking up at the same time that I would usually wake up. I have like a 50 minute commute normally. So that means I have an extra 15 minutes to myself. Um, So right now I'm kind of using that to, you know, putter around the kitchen and have a cup of coffee and make sure I have my breakfast before I get started working. Um, I also promised myself that I'm going to up my skincare routine and make sure, because sometimes, you know, I have a skincare routine, but usually I'm so busy or stressed out that I like leave off something or whatever. So I've made a promise to myself that while I have all this time, I'm going to stick to my skincare routine and my skin is glowing right now. Um, But one of, so I wake up early um, I wake up early. I have my coffee, have my tea while I was trying to get over this cold or whatever it was. I was making sure that I was having some sort of, um, some sort of herbal tea that would help me get over the cold. I'm going to talk about that a bit more later. Um, I've also made sure that I have the things at home that would mimic my routine at work because I'm usually the type of person where I don't have my shit together in the morning. So I just keep all my breakfast stuff at work, but I've, and it's, so it's, been an effort to like actually have that in my home um and then you know I go I do my regular routine I take a shower I am doing a face mask every day that is my promise to myself is that I (laughs) do a face mask every day so I'm doing that and then I'm making like I don't usually have time to like do a full face of makeup usually I just do some BB cream and some mascara and do my eyebrows but I'm actually, you know, doing makeup, makeup, and I'm, it's actually kind of nice to be able to dress for work because, you know, you don't necessarily want to go into work with like your boobs hanging out or whatever, but because I'm working from home, fuck them, I can dress as slutty as I want. Uh, Um, Yeah. Um, And then, you know, I turn on my computer to make sure there's no big issues that I need to address or something. I'm going to be Um, running into like 15 minutes before I start working and I found that I usually have like 10 or 15 minutes before I start working to myself so I either sit in a quick meditation or I read for 10 minutes you know I just have 10 minutes to do whatever I want to do that will be rejuvenating and get me in the right mindset for work um so then yeah, I have water and tea while I'm working and just sitting next to me and that helps as well. Um, and then on my breaks, I'm, you know, either reading or doing a quick meditation or doing something that's grounding and centering. Um, that's actually something I would do because I have worked in customer service and humans are assholes. So that's <laughs> something that I would 
that I've even done on my breaks is like, you can just do a quick five minute meditation. Um, my favorite way to do that is get the, t- the stopwatch on your phone and literally just start the stopwatch and just mindfully breathe in and out and watch the numbers go up on the stopwatch. Um, and that to me is the best way to just, that's the best way for me to do a quick five minute meditation. I think any longer than five minutes, um, you could even do less than that. You could just do a 30 second meditation that way, but any longer than five minutes and that gets to be a bit monotonous. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, I, I enjoy doing, um, so then I go back to work and then I do my lunch. Um, and I, uh, you know, I kind of, it's the same thing. I read, I take my time, I kind of put her around, I make sure I'm eating something really good for lunch and something that I'm enjoying. I get more tea. Um, and I, yeah, I'm also trying to work really hard while I'm working because I don't want to necessarily have a lot of scrutiny and to have my owners be upset because that's also a point of stress. It's like, all the managers and all the employees don't want anybody who's been sick at the office, but ownership is like kind of losing their shit because they think we'll be distracted. So I'm trying to put in a really good effort while I'm working. Yeah. Um, and then I um, get done with work and usually my roommate who works in healthcare is home by then. And my other roommate is um, working from home. So he'll be done with work as well. And in all honesty, like, I thought this would be a great time because I'd be reading and I'd be doing all this introspective solo stuff. But in all honesty, at the end of the day, I just want to hang out and talk to people. Um, And that sounds, that sounds like something that is, I don't know, human contact is necessary and it can be really healing. Like I would consider myself, I'm an ambivert, but I lean more heavily towards introverted. So you may not quite be there. Um, But also, like it might not be easy for you maybe you live by yourself so um, set up a group chat call someone call a friend or call your mom um you know when you get done with work just having contact with people is really good and then my end of the day routine is I try to get all my stuff done in the bathroom as soon as I can like at the start of my um routine so I am uh so I am done with that the most energetic part of my bedtime routine so I can just get in my bed and relax and um I have actually a pretty good wind down routine because I'm you know I'm an Aquarius I'm an air sign I have a lot going on in my head and I kind of need to turn off my brain before I can actually sleep um so I try to journal a little bit in some way which is helpful Sometimes it's tarot journaling. I'm also trying to learn runes right now. So it could be some rune reputation. So I um, know how to write them. Um, It could just be plain journaling. Um, But yeah, I do a little bit of journaling. And I do a little bit of meditation. um, And sometimes I meditate with a crystal. I also have um, some prayer beads. And sometimes I meditate with those and just have a mantra like, you know, breathe in positivity, breathe out negative, breathe in positive energy, bring out, breathe out stress, stuff like that. And I say that around the prayer beads. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then I just read, like reading to me, like usually I just read until I'm too tired to really comprehend what I'm reading and then I go to bed. 
Um, but yeah, so that's my daily routine. And there's some other things that I do when I'm super stressed out or like sometimes I take a bath. And for me, that's really good when I'm super duper stressed out because to me, hot water is incredibly grounding. Like if you just sit in hot water for long enough, it really helps to work out the tension and gets you back in your body rather than being in your head. Um, so I feel like baths can be really good in that same way as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, so like I said, I'm still going to work. Um, so my routine hasn't changed too much except that I'm a little bit more lackadaisical when I go to work. I'm not dressing up as much and, um, I don't have customer call. I work in a call center, so I'm not face to face with any customers on a regular basis, but I still usually dress up for work. Um, but I'm dressing down a little bit more, more jeans, more tennis shoes. I just, there's, we're half staff right now, skeleton crew. There's a good chance I'm going to be rotated off the schedule here in a week or so, um, which is fine for me. Um, but the stress, the, the psychic empathic, just complete total, um, societal stress and fear right now is really weighing on me. So I've been trying to take care to when I am at home um, to really take care of myself. So one of the things that I am, I'm trying to start doing and actually before I start my day is, is taking three deep breaths. Um, And that's a good self care practice anytime. Um, If you don't have time for a full meditation, like Katie, you were saying like a five minute meditation, that's, if you have that, that's great. If you don't have that kind of attention span or that kind of time, three deep breaths, uh, you know, breathe in deeply, hold it at the top and exhale and do that three times. It could really make the world of difference. So that could be really helpful. And then when I'm coming home, um, I find that yoga is really relaxing for me. Um, Just getting some physical energy out. Um, whether that's what I need or there's some restorative yoga too. I am obsessed with yoga with Adrian. I'm sure I've mentioned her on the podcast before. She has amazing practices, um, hours and hours, probably days and days worth of content at this point. She's been doing yoga on YouTube for years. It's all free. And I really recommend that to anyone, especially if your gyms are closed or if you are being responsible and practicing social distancing and just not going to the gym, uh, but you or not going to yoga classes, but you still feel like you need to get that practice in yoga with Adrian on YouTube is phenomenal. I, I get a lot out of her work. I think that everyone can benefit from that. Um, and then so so meditation and yoga, deep breathing is, is really important. Um, when I am at work, I've been drinking a lot of elderberry and echinacea tea, uh, elderberry and Mm -hmm. echinacea are really important for your immune system. So in addition to, um, taking care of myself emotionally, I also want to make sure that I'm boosting that immune system and making sure that I'm staying healthy. Um, and Katie, uh, you have uh, a cold buster tea that you had recommended to me the other day. I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, so this is just a tea that I've kind of thrown together because I've been taking some herbalism classes. And in all honesty, like I've given it to my roommate and she, it really helped her. And it's also really helped me whenever I get sick. Um, And 
I don't know, keep in mind, I'm not an herbalist. This is just something that I've concocted together. It's actually the only tea recipe that I haven't taken from someone else. Um, so, um, but I do want to give this to you as a resource if it's going to help you. So it has one part rose hips, um, which have a lot of vitamin C in them. Um, you can buy them whole or um, the way that rose hips are usually treated is that they're dried and you take the seeds out. Um, the last time I bought rose hips, it was from natural grocers and they were that way. I've also just bought them whole. And if you buy them whole, you're going to want to put them in the food processor before you add them to this. Um, yeah, one part rose hips, um, one part calendula, which is an antiviral herb, um, which that's partially why I'm, I use this tea because you can't, you know, there's no antibiotics for viruses. You can't really do anything to stop a virus. So why not try some herbal tea? See if that, you know, speeds up the healing process. Yeah. Um, and then one part marshmallow root, which is an expectorant. And it actually is really good for um, lung support. It helps your throat if you have a sore throat and it helps heal things if that's just really raw. I know because I get bronchitis and usually what ends up happening to me is like, I'll have a cold and my throat will just be so raw by the end of it that like, I can't stop myself from coughing. So marshmallow root's really good for that. And then one part spearmint, spearmint helps reduce fevers. And then a half part thyme. If you haven't had thyme tea before, it can be really weird, but thyme is also an antiviral and I don't know, I like savory things. So it kind of makes it a savory tea and um, that combined with the rose hips makes it really delicious. Um, yeah, so that's my cold buster tea. I also have been drinking an anti-anxiety tea that you can find in Gabriella Hurstick's um, witch book. And yeah, um, there's a lot of other stuff. I forgot to mention, I take herbal supplements. I've been taking them forever to deal with my PTSD anxiety. Um, I just decided to take them while I'm doing EMDR therapy and my anxiety levels just generally really high. Um, but I take ashwagandha, which is a uh, Ayurvedic herb that helps um, with stress management. And then there's actually this herbal supplement um, called Happy Camper Pills. Oh, and yes. Yeah, Happy Camper Pills. I know I recommended those to your husband and they might have worked too well on him because he was so <laughs> relaxed that he took a nap for like eight hours. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I take Happy Camper Pills and ashwagandha every day. So. Yeah. yeah, um so the happy camper pills have a lot of uh kava kava root in them, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken. Yeah. Um I do yeah. have some kava tea at home as well. Kava was something that you discovered in college. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. in one of your archaeology so, classes. Yeah. So my advisor in college, her specialty was Hawaiian archaeology, and because of that I learned quite a deal about Hawaiian culture just because I was taking a lot of her courses and she taught a lot about it. I actually did a fellowship in Hawaii with her as part of my college degree. Um, but uh, yeah, kava kava, it is abundant in Polynesian culture, not just in Hawaiian culture, and traditionally it was um, chewed usually by a virgin woman because um, you know, not every culture is perfect, um, but yeah, it was chewed and then mixed with water and then you would drink it. And socially it was treated um, as alcohol is treated in our culture. Um, but kava kava root um, is actually the herbal source to the chemical component in Valium. So it's a really strong herbal um, stress reducer. So. Yeah, and kava kava tea, or just, I, it's mostly just called kava tea, 
is mm-hmm. a lot of stress reducer uh, teas out there. It's you can find mm-hmm. it at most grocery stores. If it doesn't say kava, um, it might say like stress relief or something like that. If you look at the ingredients, kava is usually the, um, mm-hmm. the main ingredient there. So that's definitely, yeah. uh, and I do want to give you a word of warning because yeah. if you're not using it as a tablet, you're like choosing it or drinking it as a tea. Kava does numb your mouth. It, it has a numbing agent. Backpackers actually take kava with them sometimes in case they get like, if you're doing the Appalachian Trail or the Pacific Crest Trail and you're going to be gone for months because it, you can put it in your mouth and it'll numb the pain in your mouth if you have a toothache or something. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then again, it does have some interactions with different types of, um, I'm trying to think if it's alcohol or, or different types of drugs. So definitely read any warnings that it comes with as well. Um, don't take too much of one, one substance. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. And kava can be a little hard on your body and it is used culturally like alcohol. And um, there's a pretty large Samoan population in the Bay area. And they've even like, like there's been Samoan people in the Bay area who've drinking too much kava kava and have gotten DUIs from driving after yeah. drinking too much of it. So yeah, probably won't be, be that much in a tea um, that you're getting from the grocery store. Yeah. But um, and then another good thing, I'm just like looking at my pill collection right now. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So CBD is now very prevalent and easy to get and great mm-hmm. for stress relief and anxiety and calming down. Um, so you can get it in tablet, like in, in like gel capsule form, you can get it in tinctures. Um, I think there are some companies that you can actually get it in like a vaporizer. So that's another really good thing. If, if you need stress relief, um, mm-hmm. and, and you want some, yeah. not just a, a routine and a ritual, but something to actually, you know, to really calm your nerves. Um, CBD would be a great option for that as well. Yeah. And this is the main herb that I use in my variant of Gabriella her six tea. Um, but lemon balm is a really good stress reducer. Um, but it's also a variant of mint. And if you know anything about mint, it is so easy to grow that it's almost a weed. You can't let it loose on your garden. Otherwise it will take over everything. And lemon balm is very much the same way. It is super easy to grow if you want to pick it up and grow it in your garden. Or like I currently just have mine growing in a pot in the kitchen right now. And it's totally happy and thriving. I have too much of it. So yeah. <laughs> Great. Maybe I'll have you ship some to me when the craziness dies down or before that, if you have extra yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I'll figure it out. Um, so yeah, that's some herbs, some supplements that you can take. Um, again, just to calm some anxiety, some stress. If, if you want mm-hmm. some kind of chemical um, assistance with that process. Yeah. I think, did we go through your self-care routine or did we get to, uh, side? Uh, I mean, we're again, just kind of going loose and free. Um, I was bringing up the, the elderberry tea and stuff. So I thought it would be a good time to, mm-hmm. to talk. Yeah. Um, so, and elderberry is really good. You can also get, um, make elderberry syrup if yes. you have enough, um, dried elderberries and yeah. Yeah. Um, so another thing that I, um, have in my practice that I'll probably be doing as soon as we get done with this podcast today is ritual baths and showers. We talked about that in our glamour magic episode, but I've had kind of a little bit of a cold for the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm hoping it's not COVID-19 again, 
when I first got sick, there were no known cases in my area. So I thought, hmm, it's impossible. It couldn't be that. But then, of course, we discovered that we hadn't been testing properly for it. Um, so I've had a little bit of a cold, a little bit of trouble breathing. Uh, I've, by the time you're hearing it, this, I've edited out a lot of coughing in this episode. But it's also a variant of mint. And if you know anything about mint, it is so easy to grow that it's almost a weed. You can't let it loose on your garden. Otherwise it will take over everything. And lemon balm is very much the same way. It is super easy to grow if you want to pick it up and grow it in your garden. Or like I currently just have mine growing in a pot in the kitchen right now. And it's totally happy and thriving. I have too much of it. So yeah. <laughs> Great. Maybe I'll have you ship some to me when the craziness dies down or before that, if you have extra yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I'll figure it out. Um, so yeah, that's some herbs, some supplements that you can take, um, again, just to calm some anxiety, some stress, if, if you want mm -hmm. some kind of chemical, um, assistance with that process. Yeah. I think, did we go through your self-care routine or did we get to, uh, side um, I mean, we're again, just kind of going loose and free. Um, I was bringing up the, the elderberry tea and stuff, so I thought it would be a good time to, mm -hmm. to talk. Yeah. Um, so, and elderberry is really good. You can also get, um, make elderberry syrup if yes. you have enough, um, dried elderberries and yeah. Yeah. Um, so another thing that I, um, have in my practice that I'll probably be doing as soon as we get done with this podcast today is ritual baths and showers. We talked about that in our glamour magic episode, but I've had kind of a little bit of a cold for the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm hoping it's not COVID-19. Again, when I first got sick, there were no known cases in my area. So I thought, hmm, it's impossible. It couldn't be that. But then, of course, we discovered that we hadn't been testing properly for it. Um, so I've had a little bit of a cold, a little bit of trouble breathing. Uh, I've, by the time you're hearing it, this, I've edited out a lot of coughing in this episode. Um, so just like hot, steamy showers and ritual baths just soaking and relaxing um i've got some salts um so some like epsom salt himalayan salts things like that uh salts with essential oils i know i, I think i talked about them in my glamour magic episode as well um from bitter witch apothecary in fosterville california um so they have some some bath salts there other great things to add into baths um, next week. We're going to be, or in two weeks, I guess we're going to be talking a lot about crystals. Um, so we're going to be talking about crystals that are, are safe for baths. So if that's something you want to add in there um, and other herbs, teas, even you can put tea in your bath. Actually, I've found a lot of teas that I've bought. Um, they'll often say like tea and like bath herbs so they're they're mm -hmm. a combination so you can drink them or throw them in a bath and soak up that goodness in the bath um so there's there's a lot of things that you can do in the bath there's also bath bombs um we've talked before about um witch baby soaps i don't know right mm -hmm. now if they're i'm hoping they're still doing online orders again a lot of um stores and and storefronts and things like that are shut down but oh, try to support small businesses during this time when they're shut down. So if they are doing online orders, uh, now will be the perfect time to order for them. A lot of them are doing sales. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't know about, you know, uh, which baby specifically, but 
a lot of places are doing like free shipping and things like that. They're just really trying to move products. So again, let's, we're all in this together. Um, so let's support each other during this time. So if there's a, a small business that you've been meaning to support, now will be the time to start. Um, I know money is tight for a lot of us right now. Um, you know, people are being laid off uh, or, you know, furloughed, things like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you have some extra cash that you can spare to help other people, you know, now's the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And um, speaking of which baby soaps, her episode with which wave uh, on the witch wave was actually really good and very inspirational. If you want some um, ritual bath ideas, I mean, granted, she talked about like cutting up and putting pineapple in a bath and stuff like that. And um like obviously who can't go out and buy a pineapple right now but maybe you're like me and you have like canned mandarin oranges or something and <laughs> figure it out yeah there's I mean there's really anything if especially if you're at home right now you have a lot of t- free time to look stuff up um you know look up what kind of things that you might already have in your house would be good for a ritual bath um or might be good for skincare too like if you have a ridiculous amount of avocados for some reason because you went to the store and you bought five packages of toilet paper and 20 avocados. Um, people are hoarding weird things right now. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I think it's just, you can find out what what's good for the bath, what's good for your skin, what's good for your hair. If you have extra time now, is really the time to take care of yourself. So take that bath, mm-hmm. do that face mask, um, light some incense and meditate again. Now, now is really the time, mm-hmm. especially if you're stuck in the home to really take care of yourself. Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot that is something <laughs> I else that I'm doing is I'm maintaining my altar every day. I'm like, you know, doing my usual routine and lighting a candle and just maintaining the altar and just letting the candle burn all day. So that for me has been really centering and comforting so that if you have an altar at home and you have to work from home, or if you're stuck at home, not working, that could be, um, a focal point to help give you some structure and center yourself. Yeah. Um, and then Katie, you had talked earlier about, um, you know, calling your friends and maintaining uh, communication and contact with other people during the social distancing. So I really invite everyone to download Skype or zoom or Google hangouts or whatever, you know, sharing app that you can find and do some FaceTime uh, video calls with other people. Katie and I had a video chat um, a couple nights ago. I did a video chat earlier with my parents and with um, one of our other best friends. And I have a video conference, like a Zoom brunch tomorrow morning with my sister and some of her friends. So, I mean, especially if we're all home and we're we're not getting out, we're not sharing with each other. This is really the time to, to get online and, and just embrace social media as much as we can um, talk face to face through a screen. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Katie and I get to talk all the time now that we've started this podcast. So we're always talking to each other, catching up usually before or after the episode um, we'll start mm-hmm. recording and we'll just, you know, have a, a quick 10 or 15 minute conversation catching up with each other. Um, and that's been really helpful just in general. Um, and now mm-hmm. even more so. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yes. And you don't want to feel isolated in all honesty. You know, humans are social creatures. It's not natural. Like even introverts, like they still have to talk to people. They can't spend, you know, three weeks not talking to someone. So just reach out, you know, this time can be really restricting and lonely, um, but it doesn't have to be. I know I usually like tell myself I have to post on Instagram once a week and <laughs> that is sometimes a challenge for me. But like I've posted every day this week because I'm just like, hi, I want to talk to people. Please talk to me. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to try to share more on social media. Um, I usually do the Instagram page. And again, work has been crazy for me right now. Not only work, but I'm on the board for my union. So I've just even my like evenings and weekends have been super busy. So if you've noticed that Tarot Tuesday kind of disappeared for a while, it's coming back. I just have to mm -hmm. remember uh, that it's Tuesday on a Tuesday and not on a Thursday. So I just wanted to run through a few things that I either like breezed through but didn't talk about um, yeah. in depth when I was talking about my section or like um, just didn't talk about it all because it's not part of my daily routine right now. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, working with the tarot or an yeah. oracle deck can be really useful. Um, I would go to um, Tarot for the Wild Soul and look up um, Tarot and the Trauma because the and that is a paid lesson. Otherwise, I and you have to sign something saying that you can't tell other people about it. Um, so I'm telling you to go and give um, Lindsay Mack the money because she's brilliant. And this is a solution that she came up with through her own PTSD journey. Um, and this is a totally new method of looking at the tarot that she came up with on her own. And you should give her money. I mean, um, if it's cheaper than therapy. I'll tell you that. It's $44. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a method that I've used and there's a few tarot spreads in there that have been really life-saving for me, um, that help you kind of parse through like whether your brain is just freaking out for no reason and what the reality is, um, and helping you to better understand. Um, yeah, so that can be really useful or just trying to look up a tarot spread to help you through the journey, some kind of self-centering healing tarot spread that can be really helpful or even just pulling a card a day and journaling about it. That can be helpful as well. Um, I've also been working with crystals. I forgot to mention this. I have a few crystals on my desk working at home just to balance the energy a little bit. Um, Labradorite especially. Um, but yeah, crystals are good, um, especially something really calming. I mentioned Labradorite, uh, Rose Quartz, or Aquamarine work really well with me. Um, uh, Moscovite can also be really good, um, or maybe something to kind of draw out negativity like Obsidian or Onyx or Tourmaline. Um, You're going to hear all about, or a lot more about a lot of these uh, in our next mm -hmm. episode. We recorded that one earlier today. So again, we're recording out of order. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so if yeah. you're interested in crystals, stay tuned in two weeks. We've got a lot yeah. or, for you. Yeah, or another, a few other good ones. Howlite's good. Um, Solidite's really good. Um, I actually really like Bloodstone. Bloodstone's also a protective stone, so that could be good. Um, again, and we'll talk about this more in the crystal episode, a lot of the way, like I can give you all these recommendations for crystals cause they work well with me, but you could have totally different energies than me. And like aquamarine makes you like hyper and anxious and it doesn't work for you. 
So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see a few other things. Journaling. I talked a little bit about, um, I do a few different types of journaling. Sometimes I do a tarot poll and I kind of journal about the meaning there, which can be a really good way to get to the, a deeper meaning to a tarot poll. Also gratitude journaling is really great. Just writing a list of like five or 10 things that you're grateful for. And it's really good to center you and make you present and kind of highlight the positive things of your life, especially if you had a really shitty day. Um, And then I also have some essential oils. I don't use essential oils to like cure me. I use them, you know, spiritually or just because of the sense or because they relieve my anxiety, that sort of thing. But like maybe putting a little bit of lavender oil under your nose will help calm you down. Um, and also just mantras can be good. Like this is really nerdy, but um, the sci-fi series Dune has this, um, you know, the fear is the mind killer. I will, I don't remember the full thing, but basically the idea is that like your fear completely screws with you and you need to work through it so like fear is the mind killer and you need to work through your fear because fear is really just your brain freaking out for no good reason and if you can get beyond that then you can do anything but you're just afraid because your brain is freaking out for whatever reason and you need to work through it so yeah yeah definitely um Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so many options out there to, to center yourself, to try to get back into a routine. Again, we talked about routine. So if you're working from home, um, like Katie does, I really recommend having that routine, get up, take a shower, eat breakfast, um, and and actually work. I mean, I know your employer, Katie is keeping track of how much everyone's working. That's not everyone's employer. They just want to make sure you're getting work done. Um, -hmm. so as long as you have a product at the end, they're okay with it, but my advice would not be to sleep in until noon and get as much work as, you know, cram between noon and five and then, um, mm-hmm. then take a, a break and then do the rest of your work from midnight to 3am kind of a thing. Um, keep your regular yeah. routine, keep your regular schedule. Some of you might also have children. This is not something that we talked about. Um, some of you might mm-hmm. be parents keeping routines for your children. If they're being, uh, kept at home right now is super important um, there's a lot of mm-hmm. children's yoga out there. We talked about yoga, a lot of children's activities to do um, right out of schedule. You know, this time we're going to do breakfast. This time we're going to read. Um, this time we're going to do some kind of physical activity. Then we're going to do math. Then we're going to do art. Just having that kind of routine mm-hmm. for children is also super important um, for their minds, for their the developing mind. Um, but all, I mean, it's important for adults too. So if you're not working, if you're at home, if you've been laid off, um, you know, our hearts go out to you. We really hope that there's some kind of economic stimulus package that, that can help you out. But having a routine, you know, waking up, having breakfast. Um, I, I often have three or four day weekends, um, just the way that my job works. And so day f- three or four days off in a row can get, I mean, it's fun sometimes, but it can get um, monotonous. And so just having a routine of, of getting up on those days, having breakfast, having coffee, um, doing yoga, pulling tarot, and then taking a shower, having that routine is just so, and that structure is so important. Um, so if Mm -hmm. you are laid off and, and you're needing something to fill your time, 
um, you know, having a, a morning ritual like that is, um, it can be super helpful and super beneficial for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also just want to give a few resources, um, as far as books go, because there are just some magical rituals you can do. Um, Light Magic for Dark Times by Lisa Marie Basile. We've talked about quite a bit, but it's literally a book just full of self-care rituals. um, Yes. I'm so glad you brought that up. I can't believe I forgot it. I was like going to be the first thing I talked about. Yeah, that. And I've also heard of Tarot for Troubled Times. I haven't read it personally, but I know it exists. There's also a new book, um, Self-Care for Witches or something along that line um, going, that's circling. I've seen a lot of pictures of that recently. Um, yeah, so there's, there are magical resources, but yeah, personally of the books I've read, Light Magic for Dark Times, it's wonderful. Read it. It can help you immensely. Um, so I also want to talk about something a little kind of, I don't know, it's not really magical, not really like a witchcraft practice um, when we're talking about self-care, but you're probably going to be spending a lot of time on Netflix. Um, you know, that's, let's be real. That's what we do. A lot of the times we, we binge watch things. Um, and I just want to tell you all about like, just, I guess some reviews about stuff that I've watched recently um, that were like witchy or supernatural in nature. And that if you haven't checked out, I think you might like them. So mm-hmm. the the first one is The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I love it. Katie, I don't, have you checked that one out at all? Yeah, I've watched the first two seasons. I haven't made it through the third season yet. But yeah, oh. I, I really like it. Um, You do have to keep in mind, if you're a baby witch, it's kind of a parody of witchcraft. Yes. It's kind of the idea of like, if the Puritans in Salem had been right about what witchcraft is. Um, that's kind of the pre- premise of how the magic works in that show. Um, yeah. Um, but it's it's fun. It's spooky. It's a little bit more of a horror show than you realize going into it because um, it's made by the same people as Riven, or as Riverdale. I almost said Rivendell. Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, it's fun. It's a little kitschy yeah. and it's a lot of fun. I it's, like it. It's so. very campy. Um, there is an actual witch, um, on the writing staff, um, Joshua Conkle. Mm-hmm. He has a great episode on the witch wave as well. Um, and I've been following him on Twitter for years and he's just brilliant and magical and I love him. Um, so Chilling Adventures Sabrina, again, it's not at all like real witchcraft or Wicca or paganism. Um, but it's, it's just fun and spooky and that's the only one I can recommend in English. Well, I guess if you haven't seen Penny Dreadful, uh, I just rewatched mm-hmm. that one. Um, uh, that one's really fun too. So Penny Dreadful, it's an, it's an older one. It ended a few years ago, but there's a spinoff coming out next month. Um, so that's a fun one. I think it's on Netflix or maybe it, it is on Netflix. That's Netflix, where I've watched yeah. it. Yeah. So it's on Netflix. Um, so the other three, these are all on Netflix. They're not in English. I don't know what it is about me. I can't get into English speaking shows, but there's great shows out there from other countries. Um, so the first one I want to recommend is, uh, Siempre Bruja. There's two seasons out right now, or second one just came out really recently and it's in Spanish. It takes place in Cartagena. Um, it's fun. Season one is good. It's kind of it's definitely problematic in certain aspects. Season two is phenomenal. It is so much about like the power of friendship 
I will probably watch it again sometime during this quarantine because season two was just so great. Um, so and that's in Spanish. I recommend watching it with subtitles and not watching it dubbed because whoop, I, I watched, I accidentally watched like a minute and a half of it dubbed. I was watching it on someone else's Netflix and I was like, ah, no, what's happening? This is bad. Um, um, so that one's great. There's two seasons of that. Um, the next one is Luna Nera. That one is also, again, these are Netflix shows. Um, Luna Nera is in Italian. It is phenomenal. Um, it is about witches in kind of, um, a medieval Italy. Uh, so it's during the, it's during a witch hunt. So it's witches trying to protect themselves during a witch hunt. And I don't want to give too much away. Uh, but two of the characters' names are Ave and Persepolis, which is Hades and per- Persephone. Um, but they're both they're both women, and one of them is the protagonist. And it it's not what you think. And honestly, it was just such a great show. Um, I really really recommend it. It's it's pretty easy to get through. Um, but yeah, so Luna Nera. On, on Netflix. And then the last one I have for you is Aries on Netflix. That one is in Dutch. Um, it's a little bit weirder. It's not necessarily about witches as more as it is about like a weird magical secret society. Um, and it's, it's dark. It's definitely horror, but it, it's a really fast one too. So again, if you're sitting on the couch trying to figure out what to do, um, these are some great Netflix binges, um, just really incredible work and up that kind of supernatural spooky alley for you. Nice. Well, yeah. And I actually watched frozen two last night and that is actually <laughs> witchy as shit and you should all go watch it. So yeah. Good to know. I haven't even seen frozen one. So Pop culture is very interesting because if you believe in Foucaultian social theory, um, I believe that pop culture, yeah, I believe that pop culture is kind of the dialectic arena for our culture where we kind of hash things out and try to come to understand (laughs) why pop culture should not be trivialized and you should pay attention to it. And so I watched Frozen because I was told it was super feminist. I would say it's a little feminist. It's more feminist than most Disney movies, but um, I actually like Frozen 2 more because I think it's more better feminist. So again, this was a hopefully a loose episode for you all. Um, it's a little less magical. Uh, you know, like we're not talking like tenets of witchcraft or, or I don't want to say dogma of witchcraft, but a lot of our episodes mm-hmm. have been really instructional and informational. And and this was really just us reaching out to you, um, wanting to help you uh, take care of yourselves. And if you have any other um, recommendations or personal practices, you know, how are you taking care of yourself during this time? We'd love to hear about it. Um, You can get us on social media or on email. Um, our email is babywitchpod at gmail.com and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at babywitchpod. Yeah. And then again, keep in mind, we are baby witches ourselves. Um, again, we didn't give too much structure or, mm-hmm. or information right now, but if there was anything in this that you thought like, mm, you shouldn't be doing that, you should be doing this instead. Um, 
we're just trying to help. So you can try to help us as well. If you, if you want to respond to us, just do so from a place of love um, and a place mm-hmm. of compassion and understanding. I think that's what we all need a little bit mm-hmm. more of right now. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And we hope that you're all doing well. We hope your families are healthy and well. Um, we hope that if you're experiencing any financial hardship that you are able to survive until you're able to get a, your livelihood going again. And yeah, these are just really scary times for everyone right now. Again, we, we want you all to take care of yourselves. We're going to get through this. It's going to be hard. Um, it's not going to be over soon. So I know we've talked about mm-hmm. um, how, how long is this all going to last? And the truth is, unfortunately, this isn't going to be three weeks of social distancing and it's over. We're back to normal. It might be three weeks of self-isolation or, um, uh, or three weeks of uh, stay at home directives, shelter in place directives. And then going back to work, schools might start back up again. But the fact is the social distancing, the, the way that we've been carrying on, um, that's not going to get back to normal for probably 18 months. Um, we're looking at 18 months for a potential vaccine. So, so things aren't going to go back to normal to back to what we remember as normal for a long time. And because of that, we may be looking at a new normal life might be different forever now. Um, Mm -hmm. so it might take us time to mourn our old lifestyles Mm -hmm. as well. So just recognize mm-hmm. that that's okay to mourn your old lifestyle, to mourn way thing, mourn the way things used to be. Um, but that's why we want you to practice self-care and get used to new routines because we want you mm-hmm. to, um, we want you to take care of yourself going forward. Yep, exactly. And also keep in mind, like don't self quarantine and then be like, Oh no, this isn't fixing anything for, like it takes about two weeks for, the virus to work its way through someone's system. So, you know, you have, that's why we are quarantining for two weeks. People could, we couldn't, it's likely that we will not see reduced rates until two or three weeks after, you know, shelter in place or self-isolation begins. So just keep that in mind, Um, be more careful. I mean, if anything to me, like politically, this just shows that America's healthcare system isn't working and we need a different system. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And again, that's when I say, you know, we might never get back to normal again. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, We have mm -hmm. Mitt Romney uh, championing championing, uh, universal basic income. Like things are Mm -hmm. changing. This this might be the big structural change. And unfortunately, it took a pandemic. It took thousands of deaths Mm -hmm. um, to get here. yeah, but America but, might get their shit together for once. And not not just America, but the whole planet. You know, we have mm-hmm. to look at things a different way. Yeah, and, and we want to also give a shout out to everyone working on the front lines, healthcare mm-hmm. workers, truck drivers, uh, grocery store workers. Oh, my goodness. Um, mm-hmm. You've really seen us all at our, at our worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody who is either considered an essential employee and, and still having to go to work every day. But, but we really want to thank the people who are out there 
sacrificing their own health and their time and their families to take care of the rest of us. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And yeah, these are scary, uncertain times. I know it seems like, you know, everything is changing day to day or week to week. And we just hope that you're doing all right. And, you know, there's a lot of things you can't control right now, but taking care of yourself is one thing that you can manage. So, yes, yeah. absolutely. All right. Well, my loves, uh, we will talk to you all in two weeks on the next Magical Monday. Bye.